Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Welcome back to CamFest 2021. We are excited to bring you from the series of shorts, Legacy and Lineage. We have director Laura Paule and from the Asian Pacific Islander Cultural Center, producer Melanie Elvena. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having us. So we want to start off uh, with our filmmaker here, Laura. Can you introduce us to Legacy and Lineage? And if you want to follow up, Melanie, uh, on why you decided to be producing partner for this project. I can kind of answer both a little bit because I was actually working at Asian Pacific Islander Culture Center, or we call it APIC at the time. Um, I was doing the office and communications work. um, But over my time there, our ED, you know, he was very supportive. And he was like, you know, Laura, I know you don't want to do admin work only. Um, I know you love film and you want to do projects. So, you know, whatever projects you want to do, like, let us know and we'll see what we can do to support you. Um, So over the years, I've done different projects, but this one came about in around 2019. And I was really thinking about, you know, what are ways that we can support the artists that we've been working with um, over the years. Um, And one way that I thought that would be really unique is to make a film series about a handful of artists that we work with consistently. um, And letting them be able to tell their own story and their own background and their own words on film. Um, And these are artists that consistently place community at the center of their work. And these films really get to ask them how and why that is. Um, And I'll let um, Melanie kind of talk about, you know, APIC and the kind of greater context about that. Just a little bit about the Asian Pacific Islander Cultural Center. Um, We've been around for almost 25 years um, since 1980, 1996. And then in 1998, we started producing the United States of Asia America Festival, which is where most of our programming happens. Um, But yeah, we've really just been helping produce art um, by Asian American Pacific Islander artists for the last 24 years, Um, really supporting them, not only just the artists, but the organizations behind them too, because that's a little bit a part of our history as well. We were founded by five Asian American organizations from the beginning. The two that are still around are Kearney Street Workshop and um, First Voice. So that's just like a little bit of our history. We've always been centered around the community organizations. We've always been centered around the artists and the work that they're doing. And so being able to tell the story of these artists is also just telling the story of like who we are and like as an organization, like the people that we work with and why it's so important of the work that they do because I feel like a lot of the times we focus on, you know, the art making and the events and the things that we can attend, but we never really, or we don't always ask the artists like, why, you know, why are you doing this? And like, what is your thought process behind this? And what is your vision for, you know, the community in the future? And so um, with this series, that's kind of where we were like sort of thinking from and a little bit that's we've been doing with our festival every year. We have an annual festival. It's actually happening now um, until the end of June, um, which is uh, the series, the series that's at CamFest is part of our festival as well. Um, and so, yeah, so I just really wanted to sort of like reflect on on that in the history and just all the artists we've been working with 
they're you know and they're still making work even the ones that are considered like our legacy artists right they're still making work to this day they've been making work for 30 40 years but they're still active um, and they're influencing some of our emerging artists who are featured in the series as well. That's wonderful. That's so great to hear. Um, what I really loved about legacy and lineage is, you know, a lot of times people make films for an audience or, or for other people. But I really felt like, Laura, you were making films that you needed to hear as an artist. I, I felt like uh, they were speaking to me personally in a lot of things. Um, I, I needed to hear and, and really empowered me. So can you speak to to that being an intention for the series? Yeah, I think you definitely just hit it right on the head. I'm, I'm glad that you're able to, you know, catch that little insight. Yeah, for me, it was actually very personal. Um, you know, I, like I said, I was working at APIC. I still work in nonprofit arts, um, though not at APIC anymore. Um, but, you know, sometimes you get into this thinking of like, you know, I'm here for this mission and for a reason and for community work, but it's a struggle. It's hard. And especially when, you know, sometimes you don't really see progress like happening immediately and you get a little discouraged. And it's, you know, sometimes I'm wondering, like, why are we still doing this or why am I still doing this? Um, and in talking to these artists, people like Francis Wong, Jenny Lim, Isabel Palau, who have been doing this for so long as educators, as artists, as community workers, getting to talk to them about their experiences over years and seeing how persistent they still are um, was really inspiring. And yeah, the kind of the center of these, these series, I ask this question every time, some variation of, you know, what keeps you going? Mm -hmm. um, and the answer that they each kind of found in their own way was that there's still a need for it. Um, like they can't stop because um, we haven't really made that much progress yet as Asian Americans, as Pacific Islanders, um, as children of immigrants in this country. Um, and so, you know, how could they stop when the, the work isn't done yet? And, you know, it's so funny that we taped this in 2019 before the pandemic, before everything that's happened since then. And, you know, it's it was weirdly prophetic or insightful um, the way that they pointed to the fact that, you know, there's still so much work to be done. And there's nothing more than like this last year and a half, two years to prove exact, exactly that. And that's something I really appreciated about Laura coming in with this project is, and she's produced other film projects for uh, APIC as well, but it's like really about the documentation of the work we're doing and who we are, because I think in mainstream media, and you know, we talk about this a lot as Asian Americans, there's there's not always a place for us. So there's a little bit of invisibility going on there. And for to be able to like, see these people's stories, see their faces, you know, see who they're working with, the different communities that they're working with, that's really just bringing attention to who we are and, and us as people and you know with especially like Laura's mentioning what all the stuff that's been going on this past year um most notably the, like you know the anti-Asian violence you know we f I feel like our community is just like scared and feeling even more like dehumanized and invisible and so projects like this where you really get to you know talk to these people as human beings and see what you know drives them and what they care about it just you know brings us to the forefront even more as a community. There's, there's a few artists that I think Ange and I, um, you know, identify with and we recognize, especially um, Sam A, uh, who we had the pleasure of meeting a few years ago at CamFest. But I wanted to know if either of you wanted to talk a little more about um, how you chose the artists and also the just the, the age range of artists and, and their journey in art, if, if you can kind of talk more about that, either Melanie or, or Laura or both. 
Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, at the time, it, it just seemed it was almost natural. You know, these are artists that we've had relationships with as APIC um, over a long period of time with uh, Samme and for with uh, Sammy a handful of years, but with Isabel, Je- Jenny and Francis, like on and off for like several, like a long, long time, like several years. And so it just seemed natural. Like these are our partners and these are people that we know have very interesting stories are doing really incredible work let's talk to them and get their story and document that um and it was purposefully intergenerational um because i mean as you know the title came to be legacy and lineage um i wanted to see if we can kind of connect the dots between the generations of Asian American artists in the Bay Area um, doing this kind of work, you know, see where the commonalities are and see where the differences are and maybe kind of start tracing what could be an evolution of what Asian American Pacific Islander artist communities um, are like here. Um, And that was very intentional because, you know, me personally growing up, even though I was in the Bay Area, I had no idea that it would be possible to be an Asian American person working in the arts. I had no idea what that concept was. Mm -hmm. Um, And there wasn't really internet then, Um, but there is now, right? Like you can watch videos, you can go on YouTube, TikTok, whatever. Um, And like media is so important. Uh, Storytelling is so, can be really vital right now. Um, And so uh, part of the, the intention behind this whole project is, to talk to different people who are doing this kind of work, who've also been doing this work for a long time so that people can kind of watch this and pinpoint like, oh, there are people who are doing this. There are people who have been doing this and we'll, you know, there's a potential here for us to build upon that, to create uh, and establish a legacy um, in order to empower our own community. Yeah, and then and with the artists, especially the our more legacy artists that are part of the series, they're they're founding members of so many different things. Like they've started so many different things. If you you know, for those of you who watched the films, um, like with Isabel, she started the Diasporic Vietnamese Artist Network. Francis Wong co-founded Asian Improv Arts. Um, Jenny Lin is still doing. Um, Lim is still doing. You know, the Sunday she has like her her reading with these workshops she's been doing um, with memory, meaning, and memoir. You know, they're still mm-hmm. doing the work. And then with the the two younger artists that we brought in, those are folks that we really just have cultivated relationships and cultivated them as artists. You know, since I came on as artistic director in 2014, um, like with Samé, like her first urban indigenous festival was with us and has continued to be part of our festival ever since then and we've just been really you know just supportive of her journey as an artist and she was even our first festival featured artist in 2018 I believe um, and then Sammy C you know they 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 both have like worked together as well and has been in the same sort of you know in the same atmosphere of like all the artists that are working in the community at present and um, and then she actually was our featured artist last year and so it's just like yeah like how Laura was saying it's kind of this almost like organic way of like well these are the people we work with and they're still working with us so we might as well highlight them for the amazing work that they're doing we might as well tell there's they're really you know a heartfelt interesting stories and how it relates to everything that's going on today right and I you know I totally relate to Laura too where it's like I too you know grew up in the bay um was always like into creative things and arts but then never really found a you know my niche until coming back after after you know undergrad and being like okay what's what's here what's going on you know and that's when we really found like Laura started actually interning for Center for Asian American Media Mm. and I started interning for Kearney Street Workshop and that's just how 
we kind of just got plugged in. It's really about those organizations that just like brought us in and was like, yep. here, this is what's <laughs> going on. Get involved, learn how to do things, build your skills. You know, that's just how we started our careers. We really owe it to the organizations. And, you know, finally now I'm starting to see like major media. Like I saw like a Good Morning America article that was like posting about, um, you know, Asian Americans in the media, like t like nominating other organizations and causes and and artists um, that they wanted to highlight. And it's just like, like Jason Scott Lee was talking about all these like, um, like you know, graduates of our festival and of our programming. And it's just like mm. really cool to start seeing those connections happening. Like Ali Wong, you know, she's from the Bay. She right. like, yes. performed for Kearney Street Workshop and Bindlestiff Studio back in the day, you know? So it's really just seeing these lines, you know, going. I'm like, oh, we're finally <laughs> getting the attention. And um, there's finally like a spotlight and, and a space, you know, starting to be a space for us to be able to just like do our work and we can do, you know, and it's really <laughs> amazing, yeah. Yes, it is. It's so empowering to know we have acronyms too. There's so many groups out there <laughs> yes, for you. you all know, the acronyms. You, you can find one that that fits your your mold. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much uh, to the both of you. Uh, we have to wrap soon, but I do. I am curious to know. You know, with the rise in, in anti Asian sentiment in this country, have you noticed an influx of people wanting to come to you and tell your stories or or support your cause? And also, how can our listeners support what you're doing at APIC and you know with your own personal work? Yeah, so with APIC, yeah, we've, yeah, definitely had so many people reaching out just to connect and be like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Like, what can we do? How can we help? Um, and so APIC, we just, that's kind of how we pivoted this year was just really being like, okay, we can't really do in-person arts programming. <laughs> what can we do to serve the community? Like, how can we actually serve them in this time where we're fearful of the pandemic, but also the anti-Asian violence? And mm. so we pivoted and we're like, you know, like let's let in the, in the winter, we presented workshops about arts and mental health, because I think that's something, you know, with all the anxieties and every, mm. and all the fear going on, that's just like number one, right? Like, our mental health is not at its best right now. And so we we did a couple workshops there, but also with the festival and our theme this year, Forging Our Futures, Soma and Chinatown, we really wanted to highlight what the future can look like for our communities, but also highlighting these two neighborhoods where for me, it's like our Asian Pacific, Asian American Pacific Islander cultural hubs, Chinatown and Soma. We have so much history there. Um, and when we do a lot of programming there, so we wanted to be able to sort of just like have those folks too, you know, who have connections to those communities tell their stories. Um, they're the ones most being hit by the pandemic um, because we have our working class folks there and we have our low income, first, our artists live there, right? And so we're just trying to sort of like find ways to build community even when we can't do like in-person programming. But this year I am, I'm really excited to announce we're doing two outdoor programs where we can actually gather and they are in these um, neighborhoods. So on May 30th, as part of our festival, we're having um, an outdoor showcase in Portsmouth Square in Chinatown. Mm. Um, and then on June 5th, we're having an outdoor showcase at Couple Gardens in the Soma. So really excited, really thankful to be able to do that. I hope um, folks can come and join. I know they're y'all are going to post some um, of the links in the show notes. You can find more about APIC there and I follow us on social media. Um, yeah, just get connected with us because we really just want to know what are you doing? Do you want to, <laughs> you know, come if you're an artist, come hang out with us like we want to, you know, partner with you and, and just support you in the future. So please, please come by. <laughs> One last plug. Uh, so yeah. for Legacy and Lineage, obviously part of campus, which uh, again, as Melanie mentioned, I was an intern there like years ago. So it's come really full circle. It's pretty mind blowing right now. Um, 
for whatever reason you can't catch it during campus p.s it's it's on youtube it's it's free you can, you can <laughs> watch legacy and lineage online for free share it with your friends if you have educators who work you know with youth you know that's something you can share also you know this project was really meant to you know try to have a, the biggest outreach at that we can hopefully and you know for it to live on the internet and yeah. people can stumble upon it and and learn something from it hopefully so but with yeah, the campus screening you can get the special q a with some of the artists which is the special part that you won't really want to see because then you get a little background on like a little more a little if you want a little more than just what's on <laughs> youtube please 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 go support cam and and um you know it's on demand so you can watch it anytime you want um so please support them too Yes, and after, if you do watch it on YouTube, uh, why don't you drop a little donation if you can to APIC, you know, thank them for showing us that Asian Americans, we cannot be put in a box and our cultures and our successes, despite the odds, deserve to be celebrated. So yes, yes. thank you. Thank you yeah. both for being here. We really appreciate your time. We're speaking with Melanie Alvena and Laura Paule from Legacy and Lineage. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>